Welcome to Brain Machine Network. Dot com. What's up with you? What's going on? Let him know he'll prescribe you a song. Turn the volume up. I suggest you to run this live request. Hey everybody, welcome, welcome, welcome to another edition of Tawanda's Live Request. I am Tawanda, of course. Uh, I'm happy to be here. I have this new camera, so I feel awkward. I feel obligated to talk directly into it now, but whatever. I'm here with the co-host, Nick. What up, Nick? What's up, man? We got... Thanks. You got you got good lightning in your room, by the way. I I also got a different camera. What are you talking yeah. about? <laughs> You told me you switched. I was thinking that. I was thinking about that. I was like, I was like, yo, Nick looks clear. Because I looked at some of the videos, I was like, what? How can I make this a little bit? I'm like, because I was looking, I was like, damn, that shit is fucking stark. But uh, we'll we'll, we'll get back to it. We have special guests, my homie Kwame. What up, bro? Kwame. What up, fam? How's it going, everybody? What's up, man? Kwame, how do you feel about Nick? Look at Nick's fucking camera, bro. Look at the look at the quality of Nick's of Nick's screen. I honestly saw a hair follicle grow on Nick's face when yeah. I, I at the that shit is like that shit. That, shit, like, that camera is a, that camera is amazing. <laughs> like oh my god, <laughs> but that the damn uh, bro. So it's just like we both got these new cameras, and Kwame, you're in a car. I'm assuming. Yeah, I'm in a. I don't live here, but yes, I'm in a car right now. <laughs> the way they say it's like, yeah, we got new cameras and qualms in a car. Yeah, in a car. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, thank you, thank you for joining the show. This is the musical advice show. If you guys aren't aware, it's a show where basically you tell me your problems or whatever, and then we'll find a song for you but first things first i gotta ask you bro what is your favorite song now or that's on your mind period okay right now because it was hard to choose like obviously it's benny or conway like I, i've yeah. been listening to that nonstop. but we're not doing that what's what's really for me right now is a uh, poolside the artist is poolside and the song is uh harvest moon i mean the group is harvest moon sorry Harvest group Moon. Poolside. Group is poolside. The song is called yeah. Harvest Moon. Yeah. All right. What made you choose this over those Griselda niggas? <laughs> I mean, you know, like it's good to like listen to Griselda, you know, but it, it, I wouldn't put on if I'm in like a good mood. You know what I'm saying? If that I'm is still, true. I'm not gonna be like, I want to hear these niggas spit. I'm like, I want to hear niggas spit. I want to hear them, but. If I want to hear some chill mu- music like this, I love this song. That's true, because Griselda, you, you can't you can't relax to that shit like at all. No, you start freestyling, your hoodie all of a sudden comes up. You know what I'm saying? You I feel making- like, yeah, I feel like I don't have enough money to like because I feel like if, if you have enough money, you can relax to Griselda. Because you be like, I remember those days I was struggling, I was doing this, that, and the third. But now, like, let's do it now. So this is just my life now. Yeah. It's like that hunger and starve. Like, damn, I'm trying. I'm trying to get to this place. But instead of being like, oh shit, I'm looking back at the struggle and laughing. Like, mm-hmm. I'm still in the struggle. So what? But it feels like you can, like, you know, be in the struggle and like have a moment. I mean, but also like you could play and the and the ladies will vibe to it. It's a good little beat. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't have to do nothing aggressive. You put it on like. Huh. All right. I mean, as I'm like, I looked across 
for me. Like I'm looking out my window and I see like somebody has their windows up and their their blinds up in their apartment. And I kind of feel like I'm watching like some indie, like some <laughs> IFC movie right now. Some white girl. <laughs> oh shit! I'm no, literally as I'm as I'm staring, they have their arms, they have their arms up like this, like they're working hard at the computer, and I'm just like, ah oh, damn, they're going through a breakup or some shit. <laughs> right. Like I have a whole dialogue in my head of what's happening. What brought you to this song? I mean, I Shazam like all the dope. Like if I hear dope beat. Like, I could be out to eat. I'm a Shazam song. If I'm in a store and they play good, I usually go to coffee shops, like independent coffee shops, to listen to the music, really. Yeah, that, see, that's that's that coffee shop. That's that coffee shop vibe, bro. Yo, and it's good because it's a chill vibe sometimes, you know? Like, it's not, like, I, I don't chill all the time, but, like, when this comes on, I'm like, okay, I can cling to it. You know what I'm saying? I could maybe, like, write to it. You know what I'm saying? I'm just in a peaceful place when I hear this song or like yeah. one other song. You know what I'm saying? Where I feel you. And this song is six minutes long, so it's like they did that with the intention of like, you're just going to sit down and listen to this. Don't worry about how long the song is. Just chill. Or you're going to multitask. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? You're going to multitask for sure, you know? Yeah, that's actually a very good point. Think, think about it now, like, because especially since like we've been in the house, you know, kind of like more we're in the house more often than not. Mm-hmm. It's like back in the before Corona and shit. It was like you could listen to a, a songs that are just like two, three minutes long, and just like you just go, you just go through your day like nothing happened. Now it's just like you want to at least feel time go by. Yeah. So I get that. This is like slowing down and shit. I didn't you know think, it was six minutes long though. How, That's crazy. How long do you think it was? I I never really like checked. I just like to listen to it. You know what I'm saying? You just vibing. Yeah, I, that's why I just vibe to it, man. <coughs> well, this right, is so- something if y'all came out to LA and we're at like a bar by the beach, you'd hear the song. Mm-hmm. Ah, I, I see. Feel that. I feel that. Yeah, there are bars you'd hear this at in New York, but I don't want to go there. <laughs> man, the bars in New York, bro, are always like. There's there's like fancy, right? And then there's like like chill and then there's like dive bar where they're playing mm-hmm. like everyone has like twenty piercings in their face, you know what I'm saying? They got tattoos, it's wild, you know what I'm saying? But like God knows I love New York, bro. I love New York bars, bro. Yeah. You can find you can find a bar in someone's apartment, you'd be like, Oh, I've never been here before. <laughs> yeah, know? pretty much. But New York bars, man, it's just <laughs> It's funny, it's funny you say that there's like the fancy ones and there's chill ones, then there's like the dive bars. Cause some of them are like, will be like low key fancy and you won't tell until you get the bill and you're like, wait, what the fuck? <laughs> well, I mean, the thing about those bars are like, you just pay attention to surroundings, okay? If the if the bartender has a vest and a tie on, you're gonna break bread. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, period. You ask their well, oh, it's above. It's above Burnett's bike. <laughs> it's gonna be expensive, you know. Yeah, I just I want to get to a point where I just stop drinking well drinks. You said what, normalize. I want to well stop. I want to. I want to stop drinking well. Like just oh yeah, like just I want to be like, hey, can I get this with this? Instead, of just yeah. like a margarita. I'm getting a margarita with like Casamigos. Like I want to specify what I want in the drink. Instead of being like, I'm just happy with whatever you had. Like, that's that just feels poor. I'll be honest, man. 
being poor will help you stop drinking. Cause if, <laughs> if I can't have a Casamigo margarita, I don't need to be drinking. I could just chill. I mean, yeah. But sometimes like, you want to feel it. Yeah, sometimes, you know, I'll be like, but then I'll be like, okay, I can have one. Okay, if it's $14 with the tip, let's say being generous is $4, that's under 20 Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But that's like me, but that's because I'm poor. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's how my brain works. Like, I can I have one you. drink, and that, that buzz will last me an hour, and then I got to go home because I don't want to be sober in this place. <laughs> oh, that's why I think you, that's why I think the pregame, yeah, the pregame is so essential, but the pregame in New York is also just like, it's, it's evolved. Cause it used to just be like, oh, you would drink and then you go out. Now it's just like, all right, you're going out in New York. Let me take this edible now. So, oh, wow. Like an hour. <laughs> and then doing I can a order seven with... layer dip of substances. Exactly. Wow. And it's like, oh, I got these, I got, I can, I can microdose these shrooms. <laughs> And I can drink and be like fine, and it's just like God, like it's crazy out here. It's just like that's that's why that song is so you know different. I can't hear a word. I can't hear anything that's happening. You good? I just muted it for a second. That's all, so y'all didn't hear me. Yeah. Oh. All right. So you know what's crazy? I don't ever, I don't do weed before I go out. Yeah, why not? I, I don't know. I just think, you know, I read, I like to, like, do weed and chill. Like, you know, watch shit. Watch anime or whatnot. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I use weed to, like, decompress. I don't want to be in a social setting with, like, hella, you know, being high and around hella people and shit. I'm, I'm cool. I mean, yeah. It's like, I want to be high. It's fun to be, like, I feel like, as Nick was saying, like, a seven-layer dip where it's just, like, you just slow, you just, you just get a little bit of everything. And then you then you get to a good place of being. Like you're not too high, you're not too drunk. You're just like, but you're but you're you're like you're you're on a wavelength that's good. I mean, I forget you guys have friends. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't really go out and drink with people. I go out and make friends. You know what I'm saying? Or I may go out with one person, but other than that, I'm not really. I don't know. I don't like to be faded in public like that. You know. It's not that's the thing. It's not even. It's not. It's not uh, I think you're missing. It's not faded per se. It's just like, it's like, for me, I'm like, all right, a good day would be like, all right, I'm going to the museum alone, so I'm probably gonna hit a joint one time, maybe take a have a small drink of coffee, like a tiny, like maybe like a shot of coffee, and then maybe like an actual shot, and then I'm good. And I can just okay. Off that. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying getting. Okay, agree, agree. Yeah, my bad. I, I had a different interpretation. I I, I vibe with that. Yeah, that's museum alone part. I love that. Yeah, it's it's just it's just better because it's like going to a museum with somebody is the, it's the fucking go like going to a museum with like a friend is cool, but going on museum dates is literally unless you're already like dating somebody like you're you've had sex. Those are the worst dates. <laughs> Imagine those, those are literally the worst dates you can go on. Yeah. I mean, but then again, it's the worst, but then, like, it'll either exacerbate, like, you guys have a lot in common, or that you guys don't. Yeah. Like, if but... you're like, oh, hey, check out this pool, they're like, why do you like that? You're like, oh, shit, okay, yeah, I need to go. This is not the, you're not a museum day person, you know? I mean, yeah, it's, it's yeah, but it's also just, like, you can't, you, like, because I, I remember it just happened a while back, museums and aquariums, I think, for first dates are so trash, because, like, you're sitting there, and you're, like, you're trying to connect 
And you're like, you can't be comfortable enough to just appreciate the art the way you're supposed to. Like I met a woman a couple years, a couple weeks ago at a gallery who was like, the next time you go to a gallery, pick a painting, pick one painting, sit and look at it for an hour. And you'll feel it in different ways, which was dope. But then I was like, if you're on a date, you can't do that. Cause you're at the end of the day on a date, you're trying to fuck this person. <laughs> Oh, see, that's 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 me. I, I'm old. I've never tried for. I mean, I haven't tried in a long time for dates and the sex on the first date. You know what I'm saying? If it happens, even a, yeah, not even a, not even the first date, but like not the first date as much as it's just like you want it. Oh, oh yeah, for sure. Oh, but you want it, but it's like you want you want to fuck eventually. Yeah, you know what I'm saying yeah, for sure. And you're just like, choose right. a real sexy painting. It's like, oh shit, what do you think about that painting? Right, that reminds me of sex. That's stupid. <laughs> I think dating nowadays, you have to do a lot more work than we had to do in the years prior. You know what I'm saying? You sort of got to research it out. You know what I'm saying? Know a little bit and then, you know, share the information with her or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Because if you go to a museum, you're trying to learn. And if either of you guys know nothing, then maybe the museum isn't the best thing. Unless you have one, you know, I don't know. I don't know. It's been a long time since I've dated. Yeah, I used to work for a dating app, and they used to be like, oh, we love dating. So they'd give us like a date stipend of like $200 a month to take somebody out on a date. And I never used it because to do it, you had to um, go on the date and then like leave like a book report of what you did on the date. Can you tell what dating app it was or no? You signed NDA. I don't think. No, I didn't sign. I didn't sign sign NDA at all. But like it was, it was hinge, but still, like it was like I was there for a minute. But that was just the thing that happened where you're just like, all right, you go on a date. So what happened? And it's like, like oh, so we went here and we had like a picnic here. Then after that, we went to get ice cream here. Then we did this, and it was so cute. And it's just like I don't want to tell my dating story. Because okay, it's, it's just like Twan, what'd you do? Oh, we, went to, we, went to, we went to a bar, we talked, and then um we went back to my house, then we had sex, and that was it. Like I can't tell that story. <laughs> There's no like poetic way of telling that. Yeah, I feel you for sure. I always felt like, uh, but I don't know, like that's the, the modern day and stuff though. Now it's just I think there's so many there's, like it used to be better because it was like you'd go out without social media, any of that shit, and you wouldn't know this person from a can of paint at all. You wouldn't know shit about them. All you would know is just like, I find this person attractive. I want to get to know them, the end. Now it's like you go on a date and shit, and it's kind of just like, okay. So I've seen their whole Instagram. I've seen their Twitter page. I've seen their fucking... I've I've Googled them to make sure they're not crazy. And in Googling them, I've seen like their exes. I've seen like their past career. I've seen careers. That they try- I've seen their LinkedIn page accidentally. I didn't mean to do that. But I, like, I, now I know everything about this person. And I on a date and it's like you're sitting there trying to pretend that you're fucking like, surprised. Like, oh my God, you used to work here. Like, I know. I saw your resume. I know everything. <laughs> like, you can't. It's not the same anymore. Because before I was like, I'm trying, I'm legitimately trying to get to know somebody. Now you know the person. You're just like, I'm trying to see. Now you're on a date trying to figure out. Will I sleep with them or not? Mm. Well, I get. I mean, wow. I guess that I've never even viewed it that way. I don't check on the. I don't Google the person or anything like that. I'm just like good vibes only. You know, what I'm saying? <laughs> you know I just show up and I'm like, if the vibe is there, cool. 
If not, hey, we don't need to do this any for any further, shorty. You know, hey. let's just call her. Let's shock up a dub and let's go our separate ways. Uh, I am a. I will Google somebody I'm trying to be involved with because I need to know what's up with them. And also just like, I might, if I'm Googling, if I'm Googling and I'm like excited about this person. Okay. Okay. Cause the same way, like it's, uh, it's the same way. Like if I order sneakers or something online, I read like the sneaker reviews. I read everything about six. I'm obsessed. I'll be obsessed. Like, let me see what's going on. Which, you know, it's not good to treat meeting people the same way you treat buying things. But <laughs> I got a therapist for that. We'll figure that out. <laughs> I mean, I'd say I would agree, but then it's like on the first day you're trying to sell yourself anyway. So it is kind of like you got to review people. Like if she showed up late or drunk, you know what I'm saying? I kicked it with a girl. She came on the first day, faded, like faded, like a little high, a little drunk. I don't judge, but I was like, we're at a dog park. You know what I'm saying? Like, why are you crossfaded at a dog park, man? You know what I'm saying, Nick? Like, it's not like right. I, yeah, I didn't, it's not like I surprised her. I told her, "Hey, well, I'm going dog park. Why don't you come?" She comes, lit dog. And I was, just, I was like, "I'm not even on the same level. I don't even know where we can go from here." You know what I'm saying? These puppies got to turn up. These puppies got to turn up. How the rest of that go? Uh, it was me consoling her because she had a bad trip, and I was like, "I'm done." And I never saw her again after that. Damn. See, if you Googled her beforehand, you might have found some shit. You might be like, oh, shit. Like, there's, <laughs> you like, would have seen her getting high at the dog. Yeah, no, no, she don't. No, My favorite thing to the, do. Dog, they, yeah, they, yeah. Also, it's just, you find red flags like that. There was a girl I was talking to who was cool. You know, she was cool. You know, I was like, da, da, da. And then one day, she sent me, like, she, we, were, we were, like, sending audio messages back and forth. And she accidentally sent me, like, a small video. And the video was literally her dropping her phone in her bed. And I looked at her bed sheets, and I was just like, "No, <laughs> what was wrong with the bed sheets? They were just like dirty. They were like, it was, they were dirty in a way that I was just like, all right, you you wear too many of your like your outside clothes on.' <laughs> oh, yeah. Can you do you hear this there? <laughs> it's the truth. Tawanda has his disposal of women, and he did he'd be giving them demerits for the most. He's like your bed's I not mean, made military style. No, dirty sheets. That's dirty sheets are definitely it's a no no. Yeah, you know that's yeah, that's, if, that's... You sleep, if you sleep in your sheets dirty on your own, why would I want to sleep in your sheets with exactly? Because that means because that means you cool. That means you're cool with the shit. That right. means that you are okay with this shit. And if you're okay with that, what else are you okay with? I feel that. I mean, therapy has made me like establish and enforce boundaries a lot more, you know? Like yeah. this one girl, like I told her, I was like, all I ask is for communication. You know what I'm saying? Like consistency. So so she, like me and her were like dating and then like she went ghost for like four or five days and popped up like with like a, a Instagram, like, um, I mean like a, like a Twitter story, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, dude, I haven't heard from you in five days. You know what I'm saying? Like, why are you acting like I like you haven't told me like why or anything? You just pop up like, isn't this funny? Like, I don't know, man. I, hey, hey, with that shit, with that, man, I'm, 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 I'm gonna find this. Let me, because I have something to say about that. But this is a music podcast. Let me get, you, let me get a good song for this in the background. Because I understand, because I understand that feeling. I understand that feeling a lot. Yeah, play Karma by Lucky Day. Lucky Day, you know, on the uh, pod fave, love them. Never got a chance to meet him. Great. But anyway, 
with that shit right man they say consistent all you want is consistency and shit how long y'all dating before that i mean we, we weren't even dating. we're just like you know i'm not going like we're yeah you're, you're hanging out you're kicking it so that's so she has no claim to you you have no claim to her you know what i'm saying so it's like that five day break it's like that's some shit that you do when you know you've established some deeper intimacy and shit because this girl because this girl's right now that like I've talked to in the past or whatever now where it's like they'll disappear for maybe like a week, two weeks, maybe three weeks. I'm just like, what the fuck? But it's just like that's not my girl. And in that in that regard, I could probably do the same thing if I wanted to. So it's just like you charge it to the game. And I feel like unless you establish this person's gonna be in your life, you can't have expectations. I would agree with that up until the point, but we swapped bodily fluids already. You know what I'm saying? So? Like, what that's not a big deal no more. I know more. Shit. Hey man, I'm old, man. Damn near <laughs> 40, y'all. I, I know, but say, but at the same time, it's like you fuck somebody maybe once or twice, three, maybe like ten times. That's the unless you've said explicitly, like, yo, we are we're doing a thing. Then it's just like it is what it is. You charge it to the game. Okay. I mean, I ain't lose no sleep, but I was yeah. still kind of like it rubbed yeah. me the wrong way a little bit. You know what I'm saying? I feel you. We all been there, cause that course, that shit, that shit, that shit fucks with your pride. You're just like, yo, I thought we had a thing, we had this consistency, there's chemistry. I'm expecting this every day, and the next thing you know, that's gone. And you come back like nothing happened. Like, it's like that. It, it, it is what it is. But you can't, you can't explicitly get. You, I can't. Like, I feel like with me, if that happened, I can't really say anything. I can be like, I can acknowledge it, but I'm not gonna be like, I'm not gonna press. I'm like, oh shit. Or I might, what I'll do is like they respond. I'll take like a little bit to, I'll be like, I'll come back to you tomorrow. Okay. Because like, let me take, let me, because I was worried about you for a bit. Let me be calm knowing that, like, and get my energy right. Okay. That, that's, that's a good point. I'll yeah. be talk, like, have you guys noticed that as you get older, like the amount of younger women that talk to you, like, increases? Nah, I I that, I that shit in the bud, bro. I can't talk. I can't talk to a girl that's under like. I can't talk to a woman rather, that's under the age of like twenty six, twenty seven. That was mine. That I gave myself like a decade under and a decade over. You know what I'm saying? But okay. I don't know. I can't do twenty. It's now thirty. You know what I'm saying? I can't talk yeah. to a woman under thirty. That's real. Like I think it's. Like, I think that's. I think that's important. I think that like in dating. Well, sometimes you might meet somebody that you like. You might click with. It might. It might be a thing that's like unique. I can't hate on that. But it's like it's not even just like necessarily age. I think it's more of a maturity thing. What have you been through in life? Like I was talking to a girl once, and she was like, "Yeah, I've never had like a UTI," and I was like, "All right, I don't need to talk to you." <laughs> And she was like, what do you mean? And I was like, then how do you know what to do when shit gets real? <laughs> like, how do you know what's going to, how do you know who you are? You don't know who you are when shit, when shit hits a fist the fan. And you, like, you, you know how to have those awkward conversations with your doctor? No. Right. So when right. shit really happens, what are you going to fucking do? Like panic? Like, no, I need to know you've been through some shit. I say that all the time. Any woman I'm, any woman I'm dating or dated or I may date in the future, just know. <laughs> If you've never had like a UTI, a pregnancy scare, a weird IUD situation, or an STI, don't don't talk to me. <laughs> he, 
you gotta be prepared for what life would throw at you. Yeah, Nick. Nick, do you have any? Uh, do you have any like anything in your head? Like, uh, I need. I like if you don't. If you're doing this, I can't. Um, I think a sense of humor for me is a is a huge thing. Like, if you can't, if you can't, um, you know, like hang with people, just being able to make jokes or or you know just chill with people joking. I I, I don't know. Yeah, if you get like really weird about people, like you can't like not say riffing, but if you get weird about the energy, yeah, I get that. But yeah, Quinn, Nick, what about are you, you? Dating? No, 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 no. My last. It's funny that every almost everything you guys were just talking about that was my last relationship. She was like, she was tw- like twenty six when I met her. Um, when we met, we she just gave me her her name and number on a piece of paper. So I couldn't do any of the internet stalking or whatever. So I just had to get to know her through like talking on the phone and, and meeting up in person. But uh, no, that ended uh, like a year ago. I don't, I think I'm taking the time up like a year for me to get back. Cause mine ended in April mm-hmm. and like, you know, I've met women since then and they've like, Hey, you know, you want to date? I'm like, listen, I'm sorry. I can't, I can't really date until I'm over this. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. I still have residual flares of anger. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. someone come, I'm like, well, fucking, she never fucking listened. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> something will happen in trigger. You're like, well, this nigga didn't like this shit either. You're like, you, you start getting a little Arthur fist going on. You're like, damn, I'm sick motherfucking high. See? This is why. This is why. This is the one place. Uh, this is this is the one place I can recommend having a dead ex because you want you want to get mad, but you're like, oh, but she's dead. So, oh well, you let it Wait, go. What? <laughs> Tor- yeah. What? Yeah, you didn't know. I didn't. Oh, that's an awkward spot in the in the, in the, in the podcast. <laughs> no, yeah, that, I mean, you know, I you know, hey, nothing really to say, but I'm surprised by that. Anyway, I guess I guess as you get older, you realize the essential shit about healing and all the stuff that we sort of took for granted when we were younger. You know what I'm saying? Everything as you get older sort of slower to bounce back, I guess. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's well, I think it takes well, me personally, I think it's because like when you're younger, when bad shit happens, life is still so new to you that you get distracted by other new shit that's happening. Like you might have your first heartbreak when you're like 19, 20, but at that same time, it's just like you about to turn 21, you, the, the world's opened up to you in this different way. Or maybe like you're 25 and shit, you go do some shit and it's like, all right, but now it's like you, you're you out of college, you got this new shit, you, got, you have your first apartment, second apartment, whatever, whatever, you're moving around. Then when you're older, you have your routine and shit. And then when bad things happen, it's just like, well, nothing new is going to happen. Like this, is, this bad thing is the highlight of your life now. And this heartbreak is now a thing that you, you can't really run away from with new shit. So I think, I think that like, it's not harder to bounce back. It's just that, like, you have to focus more on bouncing back. Okay, that's true. I mean, that's that's what's been my thing for this past situation. But what happened? Uh, all right, tell, tell, tell me more about this. I'll give you a song for this. Tell me more about this. All right. Uh, we broke up on 420. You know, nice. some women, some women who I thought I was friends with came up to her. Well, over over Instagram, really, and was like we're dating the same dude and it just sort of unraveled from there. You know what I'm saying? But 
when I when I like pointed out to him it, like in front of her, I was like, but you knew this and we talked about this and you knew that we talked about that. So why are you telling her this? It's like, well, I kind of thought that we were going to work it out and be together. I'm like, but we, we're not. So you told a person I was with that we were together and we're not. I was like, you need to go tell her that. And she didn't want to hear it. So she was also mm. 27. So I'm not really like. All right. So basically you're get you are recovering. Now, if, if I correct me from wrong, but you're recovering from a situation, right? Where you were dating a chick and another girl told the same girl, the girl that you're dating the same guy. And she got, so the girl you're dating got upset. And you're just like, to the original girl, like, why did you even say that? Yeah, and how do you feel? So what's so what's up with the with the with the girl you like the girl you were with? I mean, she didn't want to believe me. She didn't want to hear it out. And when I try to talk to her, I mean, I did everything to use ration, but you know, she didn't want to believe it. She didn't want to hear it out. So I, it just was a, it was a death, you know. So I, I got in the, like we broke up on four twenty. By that was a, I think Monday. By that Friday, I was in therapy. You know what I'm saying? Like one of those. All right. Ah, right. it's one of those. I actually no, I'm not even gonna flex. I just got to the playlist I made when I went through a similar situation where like when you go through a breakup hard enough, you go through therapy, that's when you know she won. God damn. <laughs> well, I mean, also, like it was a lot of first for me. Like I took her to meet my extended family in Miami. We I met her, you know, we went, you know, we traveled together. You know what I'm saying? We saw family, we spent a holiday together. You know what I mean? So for me, it was a little bit, it was more than casual at that point, you know, because I'd never done that before. We went to weddings together, you know, all that shit, but, you know. It right. took a while. I spent a lot of money on therapy, like thousands. On oh. I, did two, I did two a week until last month. Damn. Wow. All right, well, I think you are so what you're saying, you're doing the right thing. You're trying to heal and shit like that. And it did happen in April, and that was what, like seven months ago. That's you know a rough thing to go through, and it's annoying. And then I can tell that that hurt a lot. But what I can recommend, what I, what I sincerely suggest, is that like you find some brevity in the fact that you feel this. You know what I'm saying? Because you cared about motherfucker, and it hurts. But it's like you're moving forward. And you got like, and I say, have some, have some fun with this shit, bro. Like the saddest, but have a little bit of like. So I recommend listen to the fucking how you're gonna act like that by Tyrese. I agree with that, T. I think I guess it's so hard when like I'm used to being on the run, being on the go, go, go. I have to slow yeah. down. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. then I got to like actually heal. You know what I'm saying? And then like, exactly. it was a lot of shit stored in that I didn't even know. And that's the crazy thing about therapy. You'll think you're over something and then something will come up and you're like, and that takes you back to this. You start sharing that. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. It's really weird. And it's like totally different than how I used to solve shit. You know what I mean? How'd you used to solve shit? I don't know. I drink and go fuck something else. Yes. You know I've been there. We all been through that shit. I think, and I think with that, um, what I say is like that. At the time, you were coping the best way you knew how. And, and now, and now, as a result, you're coping in this different, a whole different, in a new way. And since this is brand new to you, mm-hmm. could you you think maybe that since this whole new coping mechanism is new to you, that maybe this is why it feels like it's harder to get back because this is all a new experience. Right, you know the end. You know the end, the beginning, and the end of your old coping experience when you just get drunk, fuck somebody. You know that that's that. But this shit, you don't know how this ends. 
also i feel like i'm a totally different person than i was even seven months ago you know what i'm saying yeah. like exactly I'm a, lot more, I'm a lot more calmer and peaceful you know what i'm saying and like i have peace you know what i'm saying i no longer feel like i have to force shit to try and keep people happy around me you know yeah i feel that i understand that and i think that um you should be you should be proud of that you know what i'm saying you should like if you feel like if you feel like if you feel like you've changed and you've grown like that you should be mm-hmm. you should feel proud of that moment right there you know what i mean be like be proud of the growth sure it's like you're not happy but you're trying to be happy and that means right. something so i guess that's the thing happiness is so weird to me coming from how i grew up you know i was like oh i think we always equate happiness to blissfulness and happiness is just kind of like enjoying where you're at and enjoying the people you're with and what you're doing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I got that completely. I'm trying, I'm finding I'm finding you on the song right now if you don't mind. I'm just trying to like cuz I think this song will help with like, you know, the thinking about the shit, but then the bounce back is important. What if you play Bounce Back by Mystical, y'all? What if you play? <laughs> Nah. He bounced up against the wow. <laughs> Nah, I'm not playing. I'm not playing that. <laughs> I literally, I literally, oh, you know what? We'll keep it. All right. We'll go from here, right? And yeah. we're going to play Yesterday and Today by Merce. Yesterday and Today by Merce? Yeah. I love Merce. Go ahead. Yeah. We can turn this up, up a little bit. Let this shit rock a little bit. Ninth Wonder, Ninth Wonder made this beat. This song got me through so much shit. Cause this whole song is just a journey of just like, you know, damn, I'm sad. I'm sad because of this, that, or the third, but like, I'm trying to fight back. You have to actively like, the thing about it is like, I think when you're younger, it's easier to cope because you don't understand your emotions and shit like that. So as a result, you're kind of just like, I'm gonna let this shit happen. And my coping mechanism is gonna be like me going out and doing something. And then as you get older, you realize I can't go out and like get drunk. I can't go out and fuck bitches like that. So I gotta like sit at home and let myself just heal. But then I think there's ways to expedite that healing. I think going to therapy is one of those ways. Therapy is great because it doesn't fix you in ways you can fix yourself. It just does that shit faster. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's like it's like having a car. You could fix your car yourself, but if you go to a mechanic, they'll find the problems faster. But anyway, there's that side of it, and it's also like. You have to actively try to feel better. Do the shit that makes you feel better and find the healthy ways that you feel better. And it sucks because finding healthy ways of doing shit is always way harder because the toxic shit is right there. Yeah. It's sort of like junk food over like cooking or versus vegetables. You know what I'm saying? Like Exactly. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I feel that, man. Like, you know what really sucks about healing? is looking at everyone else seem like they're having a blast of their lives you sitting inside trying to heal and fight depression you know what i'm saying yeah but the thing is you're watching everybody from your perspective from your perspective having a good time but you don't know you don't know their perspective and your perspective is not is isn't even them your perspective is your idea of that person the same way the way you feel right with your idea of i isn't actually you it's your idea of you how do you figure out who you are? 
I mean, through self-exploration. You know what I'm saying? Exploration, but exploration and also, also realizing that everything you like is under constant revision. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Also, you gotta release, you release, release all that. I'm reading this book, and this book says this one had this one line where it's just like, from time to time, what you try to do, try to feel your inner self. Try to feel like your inner body. Try to feel like your hands. Like the insides of your hands, not just like your fingertips, but inside of that. Try to feel that. And then try to feel your toes. Then try to feel the insides of your toes or whatever, right? Just try to feel it inside of your body. And in that, trying to do that shit, that's you. You're not thinking about anything. You're just kind of like in the moment. Yeah, man. I, I, you know, I get you right. You're right. I guess that is always seeing it from my perspective. You are. Because we're all very much like we all have this idea we all see the world through our own eyes we don't see anything we don't see anything else we just see our perspectives we don't know we don't know what's happening with anybody's life you don't know what's, we don't know what's actually happening we have the idea of what's happening you might see words but the word you might write you text or whatever but the way you interpret interpret those words are so personal to how you it's so personal to you and shit so you don't know what's up everyone's going through some shit true so you just gotta focus on making yourself feel better fuck fuck like worrying about being sad just like i'm trying to feel better and then do shit that makes you feel better and sometimes the shit that makes you feel sometimes even the act of doing shit that makes you feel better makes you feel better by itself what makes you guys feel better then i guess that's a good question um i think this for me makes me feel better like doing you know creating podcasting writing drawing um, you know, stand up, uh, you know, buying sneakers, you know, talking to women, making like treating my friends to shit, you know what I'm saying? Um, cooking, drinking water sometimes, going to the museum, getting yeah. manicures, all that shit. Like, and that's then that, that just came for me, just like you know, just trying shit. So now I have this litany of things because for a long time I didn't know what made me feel better. All I knew was like, I want this, I want that, but it's just like you just gotta, you know, do the shit you like. Yeah, I mean, I'm still learning, you know, like the, like I said, the healthy stuff, you know, back in my, you know, old days, I'd be like, let's go get drunk and try and, you know, fall into something, you know, and now yeah, it's like, course. let me read this book on mastering my emotions. And <laughs> yeah. Me, you know, let me, let me, uh, let me write, let me reach out to my family that, you know, usually only reaches out to me when they need something or stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? So it feels good. You know, I, I realize I like to do stuff for other people. You know what I'm saying? I don't need any ulterior motives. I just like to do stuff for other people because that's what the world needs more of. You know what I'm saying? So like, I love music. I love weed. I love good food, good drinks, good company. Yeah. yeah. I'm a simple dude. Maybe travel a bit, but obviously I can't do it. So I've been going on road trips, you know, grabbing my dogs, throw them in the back and just drive, you know? So I'm yeah. excited to see what it, what that translates to in New York. Yeah, I have no idea. You know, New York is hard because, like, my drinking increases in New York. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I get I was there. Gonna like, as soon as I landed JFK, I'm like, just fucking drink. They're like, it's 1230. I'm like, something's open. Let's go. You know <laughs> well, what I'm saying? Like, let's New York go. is, New York, well, New York is great because it sucks. <laughs> New York is so ass. You think New York is ass? Hell yeah, New York is New York is a, it's a it's a it's a terrible like like by, like by design it's terrible, it's fucking filthy, it's crowded, 
everybody's just like people aren't mean they're just trying to survive so it's just like dirty sweaty in the summer it's just humid and like just the air just sits there it was the epicenter of covid for a while for a fucking reason bro it was fucking this is garbage you dating out here is rough because it's just like there's a million people and it's like no there's there's so many people out here and everybody's fucking hot so everyone's trying to fuck each other and it's just like all this shit it's just mean the city is mean. Like there'll be days where it's just like you will go to catch the train and you'll miss a train by two seconds because you, your card wouldn't swipe right the first time. So if it's swipe, if, so you miss the train. The next one's not coming for twenty five minutes. And then you go to check your Uber. Like how, you go check Uber. How long would it take to get on get get an Uber there? And it takes thirty five minutes. So you're just like, well, I gotta wait for the fucking train instead. I guess. That's just bad rats everywhere. <laughs> You know what's crazy is like when I first got cancer, they took me to the New York hospital because I, I passed out above a, a train stop in Brooklyn. So I had like a phobia of catching a train for a while. You know what I'm saying? Until mm-hmm. like a couple of visits ago where I was like, I'm going to catch a train. And I did. You know what I'm saying? But I caught one train that was like even further underground than the others and saw hella rats, bro. It was wild. It was yeah. the most wildest shit I've seen. I was like, these rats weren't even ashamed or scared. They, they shouldn't be. That's, that's and- the- <laughs> Why would they be ashamed of where they where they live? But like, you know, most bugs try and scurry from humans. These niggas nah, were planted. Okay. Nah, they this, this, were this, posted. This, this is they're in their living room. That's yeah, what. yeah, exactly. We're in we're in their space. <laughs> Didn't you see the story about the guy? Like, I think it was two weeks ago, where like he like, there's a sinkhole and he fell through. He fell 15 feet, broke his arm and his leg. And he was just—he was in a pit of just rats. Oh my goodness! No. And he said that he wanted to scream, but he couldn't because if he screamed, the rat would go into his mouth. Oh no! That's this city—a <laughs> pit of rats. Yo, yeah, but... yo, Nick, Nick, beat this. So tell us how you really feel about New York, Twan. <laughs> yeah, nah. you just did a Bill Burr type like roasting. Yeah, but it, but no, but the thing about it, but it, but it's like, but still, it's dope. I I wouldn't be any. I wouldn't. I don't want to be anywhere else. Uh, being here is the shit. Like, yes, it sucks for all those reasons. I just named. I just named. But still, it's just like it's the shit. It's great. I can't wait to get that up still. Even after yeah. all that shit, like I know it. I know it. I'm just trying to get a place to live by myself, and hopefully somewhere in the borough of Brooklyn. Doesn't even have to be the popular spot. I'll even live where all the niggas are in Brownsville. I just want to be. In Brooklyn. You don't want to be. You don't, you don't want. You don't want to be in Brownsville. Bro. <laughs> I know there's hella hella goon niggas out there. It's not I even. It's not, it's not even. It's not even goon niggas. It's just that like just getting back there is such a bitch. Well, I feel the same way about Sunset Park, which is where I was staying at last time. That shit was wild. Yeah, you gotta be, yo, you gotta live somewhere where it's like it's easy to get back to. Cause me and Nick were at Flat, Flatbush at first, and Flatbush was just like, it oh, just, y'all lived in Flatbush? Yeah, Flatbush was no, it was fine, but it's just get getting back to Flatbush was just the worst. Like you come back from a show and everything's closed in the neighborhood, it's like, yeah, it's like, wow. yeah, Flatbush was like it was just built in a way where it's just like you want like. It's like I know people get robbed out here because I'm out here like I want to rob somebody because there's nothing else to do. <laughs> but also, there's a family being raised around the corner. Yeah, there's, there's a family being raised. Like you see, you, you see these ador- adorable Jewish kids on scooters. 
Isn't that crazy about New York? Like in every little neighborhood, like it could be like hella shit going down. Like it could be like, damn, this is trash. Niggas is playing craps right there. And then like a little family, like a little family, like trying to go to preschool and shit. You're like, mm-hmm. damn, little kids. Oh, niggas are shooting dice. Niggas are shooting dice everywhere. I remember when the when the quarantine first started, it was funny and shit. Also, side note, I'm this this camera has me fucked up because I'm looking at my head the way the way my head is shaped, and I'm like, fuck. <laughs> me and Lil Rel have the same head. <laughs> like, fuck. Because <laughs> I was like, you say, I was, I was like, how? We, we don't have the same face. We have the, me and him have the same head. I, I mean, I don't agree, but like, you know, everyone's their own toughest critic. No, like, I mean, like, I head, I mean, head, I mean, head, head shape is just like facially, no, it's just that we both have a similar head shape, glasses. People say I look like Lil Rel all the fucking time. Really? Yeah, I get that. I get that a lot. I'm like, are you fucking how? And it's like, but it's just the head. Like this turn, I was like, oh, this all this, just the head. I kind of see it. You don't look like him, but the head shape, I'll, I'll give you the that head shape. Thing. Yeah, but you know why I don't see it, Nick? I don't see it because I see his fresh haircut pics all the time. I'm like, <laughs> this nigga would snatch up my chick if I brought him around with his fresh cut, bro. Nah, I'm bro. Like, this nigga, like. I'd be jealous as fuck every time I see this nigga fresh cut. You, like, you, I have nothing. To, <laughs> I have nothing to stop. No, yeah. come with yeah, the but, line up every but I, I can't. I can't steal girls because it's like I realize I'm an attractive man until I start talking. <laughs> because then women here just like, all, like I've had women like talk to me that they be into me, like oh, and I start talking. I'm like, what the fuck is your? Pro-? Like, it's not even anything. I don't say anything awful. I just say like how I talk. It's like you know, like I don't have I don't have the face of an insecure man, but I have the whole. You definitely don't dress like one either. Yeah, but then when you hear me talk, like, that nigga's got things. Yes, yeah, things to work out. So you know, I cried the other day. Like, wait, what? You did. I mean, right? I mean, honestly, crying is the best thing, man. It's just I like, mean, yeah, but it's like it's cathartic. It's a release. Your body's like you got all this pressure built up, bro. Either we fight, fuck, or cry. And since the other two are usually not an option. Let me weep. Yeah, but what was I? What was I talking about? before? I said the little rail thing. What was I gonna fucking say? What was I talking about? If anybody remembers, I had a point to make. Because I, I might be drawing a blank on it. I think you're. No, were you playing a song? You're playing your song, right? Nah, I was saying New York. How New York sucks, oh. but it's great. I would rather. I, I want to be here, and how it like. It brings the best out of you, and like, oh, there, and this is what this this happened. So quarantine started, right? Lockdown started. It was scary outside. It was spook. It was spooky hours outside. It was like nobody was out there. People were like, you, you go into the bodega. Everyone has on masks and like gloves, and it's like they're trying to buy. Like, everyone, you can see everybody in their head being like, how much food can I? How much I, I need to get as much food as I can that'll last me as long as I can. Cause I don't know when next time I'm going out. It was that energy. Now I'm walking to the bodega, right? Just ready, prepared. And I see like eight niggas playing the shooting dice with masks on. And I was like, we're going to make it. I saw eight niggas are shooting dice. I was like, oh, shit. This is New York. The city is out. The city's alive. I mean, when I was out there a couple months ago, I think it was September I was out there. Niggas was chilling. Like, bars had adjusted. Everyone was like posted, bro. It was wild. Yeah, man. People was chilling, but the problem was, the problem really was that, like, niggas was chilling too hard because 
And that's why the rates started going back up. I mean, I stayed masked up, but we know I got a compromised immune system. So I just yeah, 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 your immune, yeah, your immune system got that. Your, your your immune system's not good with the Roni, bro. You can't get you can't you can't handle the Roni. I, I can't I can't afford to get it personally. Like in any in any sense, I can't afford to get it. like people be like, take off your mask. I'm like, I'm too. Who the fuck says that? Why would you ever say that? Like I had cancer. I mean, I don't tell fucking mind. Like I I don't let niggas know my business like that. But I just tell niggas I got a compromised immune system, and they're like, okay, okay, okay. But some people get drunk and like. You're, you're amongst friends. I'm like, I don't know you niggas like that. Right. Like, we chill. We ain't friends, bro. I wouldn't let you know. Y'all don't know my mama name. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah. I ain't met y'all mama. We ain't that friends, you know? You ain't that close? Not at all. All right. But, so, now we got into, like, we're going to get to this next part of this of the okay. show. Yeah. This final good. segment that, you know, is important and near and dear to my heart, where we flip the script. And you give me a song for a situation that I'm going through. Okay. I could definitely do that. All right. Um, let me think. What's what's something that's on my mind that I'm going through? Uh I just gotta keep it light. Well, today I woke up in a pretty good mood. I have no idea why. Like last night I was really just, you know, stressing ill and just thinking about like all this different shit, just like shows and different things and making money and like different girls or whatever whatever and then today i woke up and all that stuff is still on my mind but i was like content you know what i'm saying like i was grateful for the life that i live i'm grateful for the life that i'm living i'm grateful i can be the person i am i'm grateful that things are happening the way they are in my life you know as we try to stay safe out here it's cool like i like that the way things are happening like for example last week me and homies got to go to SNL. And we went to SNL. I was like, I said, I said in bed, I was like, dog, I got to get people to go to combis to get go to SNL and see Dave Chappelle and get free COVID tests and get free masks and checks. <laughs> and I was like, Wait, you said sex or checks? Checks, checks, checks. <laughs> Everybody got to fuck Dave lottery, Chappelle bro. afterwards. What? <laughs> Silas so is like that's like I, I was like that was cool that like even though it wasn't me who like provided that it was still like I got to facilitate that and I was like, this is dope as hell. So I had this constant struggle, basically the business at this point. Like I have this constant struggle of just like feeling like I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing and I'm not doing enough. And I'm worried that I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing, but it's not gonna be enough. Okay. Um, well, first, you know, let me say this, you know, as, as, as your friend, you know, your homie, you've been with you for a while. That's a hell of a week. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just, I mean, you did that a day. So that's like better than most niggas weeks. You know what I'm saying? Like, period. You know what I'm saying? So like, you're at where you're supposed to be at. You got your show going on. You do shows. You got a podcast and you got a comic strip. What else are you supposed to be doing? You know what I'm saying? Like, what else can you possibly be doing? And you don't work a day job. So you're really good. You just got to cover up in a magazine. You just got covered in a magazine. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, I didn't get covered up in all. I mean, you know, they did an article. My bad, nigga. I don't know the exact words, but you know what I mean? <laughs> My point is, is like, sometimes I feel like that too. Like, I'll be like, man, I want to be hurry up and done with school. But my therapist is like, Bro, where, where are you supposed like where what else are you supposed to be doing? Like, where do you think you're supposed to be at? 
I'm like, I don't know, further along. She's like, you're at where you're supposed to be at. Okay. Now, to play a song, hold on. Let me, let me think of that. Because I do got a song for you. I got like a depression playlist, so yeah, we all yeah we all do, and it's and it's not all old Joe Budden music. So there's that, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Joe Budden used to be my nigga soundtrack for for depression. Yeah, that was my shit too. And that's that's no, then I saw Tahiri and I was like, what the fuck is his problem? <laughs> yeah, bro. Okay, let me. Uh, oh, come on, cuz you know you're getting in the wrong lane. Okay, let me think. Hold on. Do 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 do. <laughs> All so right. I know one of my homies just one of my homies she just posted like a super bad bitch post she posted, she posted like a bad bitch picture and like I don't know how to react to it because it's one of the homies but it's just like I can't not react to it <laughs> so I got to send it a text and like oh are you taking bad bitch pictures now yeah that, that's the best way I yeah, know that, I that's that's Sam's... my way what you saw what uh, I was saying when I saw Sam's waves I was like nigga that's a badass picture bro oh I, mean, like, I mean, that's a bad bitch picture. No, I mean, like, I'm looking at. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Like, I don't want, like, I don't want to sleep with her, but like, I mean, I would, but she doesn't listen to this podcast, so it's fine. Uh, (laughs) I hope, I hope she don't because if she did, then it's like we got, we got an awkward conversation coming. Oh, no, don't send, don't send, don't send, don't send, send. I didn't send that. that. Bad, 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 bad. Someone stop. No name. No name. No, the answer is sad, but it's fine. Find the song. I just be feeling weird, bro, when I think about, like, when I talk about, like, because I'm I'm trying to be more, like, open about whatever on this podcast and say whatever's on my mind and shit, just to, like, because I want to do that in comedy and shit. But it's always weird, like, you ever go, yeah, y'all go through this when you talk about some shit so casually, and the person you might be talking about or somebody who cares about that is like, so, I heard you say this. And you're just like, I didn't, and they're just like, no, it's fine. I'm just, it's just interesting. You're like, oh shit. <laughs> like, I feel exposed. Like, I feel like, I still feel like comedy in my real life aren't the same person. You know what I'm saying? Like, my I comedian mean, self, and like, cause it's like, it feels like it's kind of like watching, like, in just in a dumb time, but it's like watching Clark Kent become Superman. It's like, Superman's a different guy. But it's feel like I don't know. It feels weird because I want to talk about all the shit in my life. But I'm like, I don't want. I'm worried how this might affect the person around me. I, I think for me, I realize that a lot of people can't separate comedy from who I am. You know what I'm saying? Like, I like to crack jokes. This nigga it was not gonna let me over. Um, like, like when I have girlfriends or when I had a girlfriend, I knew we were at the end when she criticized my comedy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. She's like. Oh, what's this joke about? I don't find that funny. I was like, oh, okay, we're on our way out of here because you're not going to criticize my art. And you don't even do it, you know? Yeah. Uh, I think the song I recommend for you right now, since I'm like, you know, making a few moves, I can't really get to where I want to get to. I want to say Casio by Jungle. Okay. Or, or I want to say Sukai by Gorillaz. The Casio by Jungle. Let's listen to this. We also got to talk. Hmm. 
Okay, I like the bass line. <laughs> I'm laughing because it's just like, this is a very, like, you, you, you suggested two nose ring ass songs, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's breaking up. Uh huh. You guys are cutting out. What did you say, T? I said like I said you, the, the past two songs you suggested that you you brought up. Those are two nose ring ass songs, bro. Did you just say two nose ring ass songs? <laughs> yeah, those are two nose ring ass songs. Like, oh damn. This nigga's wildin', bro. <laughs> This sounds this sounds very septum-y, you know. What I mean, this is this is some septum shit. I don't know if I'm. Well, no, I'm not not knocking it, but it's just like it's just a different. What I'm saying is a different world that I'm not used to. You know, what I'm saying like I'm not used to being like I'm laid back, but it's like the music I listen to is never really that laid back. This is very yeah, this is laid LA back. laid back. This is LA laid back. This is like I'm sitting in traffic, but it's okay. There's a palm tree out so there. This is this is I'm smoking, but I'm also like trying to chill. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm I'm alert, I'm aware of what's going on, but I'm also like hot. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, I feel you. Like mm. dude, that's why I love to just smoke and listen to music. Like I have a loft downtown LA. Like materialistically, I should be blissful from from where I'm at and all I have. But I'm always like searching for more. You know what I'm saying? Like I've always wanted companionship or like company in the journey. So you know, I mean, it's always it's always a a, a journey. A, uh, you know what I mean? Does that make sense? It's a journey. I, say, I get it. I, you said it's a journey. I understood. I don't understand everything you're saying. You basically, in the sense, of just like it's a journey. You want a companion, but at the same time, part of the journey has to be taken by, by yourself. And it's hard to find somebody that will that's either malleable enough to be with you on that journey, or understands that there's some points where you have to be by yourself. Yeah, I mean, for me, the and, part is like. I guess what made my breakup a little more difficult than others was like, I thought this was a person on my journey. You know what I'm saying? Like, I bought into it, hook, line, and sinker, or so I thought. But I guess I wasn't all in because I wasn't loving her out loud or whatever. But also, she was like, hella immature. So, it's well, a good balance. No, it's a man. To, to be fair, to think about it this way, she was part of your journey. Her just, her, it's just her, her spot in that journey just ended. Like, she was sure. supposed to be a part of it. And I think in all of our lives, we don't have like, we're not there for the whole journey. We're going to be there for parts of the shit. Right. So it's like you acknowledge and you acknowledge and you appreciate that you had somebody that was there for you when they were there for you because there's some shit that you probably got through because of them. And that's always good. That's what always keeps me like, you know, rational, not too like angry at exes or girls that didn't work out with because it's just like, I see it as they were there to help me through a certain part of my life that needed help. But I don't know, maybe the lesson, maybe the lesson was that I need to be by myself. Maybe the lesson is that I need to use myself as inspiration. I don't know, but it's like they helped and they facilitated that. So I'm always grateful. Plus, I always see it in the petty way where it's just like my journey's been enriched by them and I'm going to be a better person and their journey's been enriched by me because I'm a great person already. Huh. So it's like when, when they're done with you, like now it's like now they've leveled up. Now they've done some shit they wouldn't have done before because of you. 
But hey, T, how was how was Chappelle, man? It was cool. It was fun. Um, <laughs> to be frank, it was weird because like I don't work at SNL, so it's like I can't. I can only be a fan for so long. Well, I, this is this is the metaphor that I came up with. It going to see Chappelle was like going to my friend's house to play PlayStation Five. <laughs> like it's fun, and I'm glad I got to do it before everybody else did. But when it's all over, I don't have a PlayStation Five. So it's like it you was. Said, cool. What was that? I couldn't hear you. What was that? I said it's like I said going to see Chappelle at SNL was like going to my friend's house who just bought a PlayStation Five. Like it's fun and exciting. I got to play it, and I'm glad, I'm glad I got to experience this. But at the end of the day, I know this isn't my life. I'm just a I'm just a visitor in somebody else's life. And there was a period when I was there where it was just like I'm sitting there, and the show was about to end, and I realized like, damn, like. If I felt like Cinderella at eleven fifty nine, like I'm about to be a pumpkin in a second, like all this this dream is about to be done. So it was cool. It was nice. It was a great experience, you know. But um, all I could think about afterwards was just like I need a job because I saw everybody walking with headsets and shit. Everyone with headsets. I saw everybody like you know like with cue card. Everyone's like doing their thing. And it's like I saw people like I saw people watching like. I'm watching lines that I wrote. I'm I'm doing my job. I'm creating something, and it was just I was like I wanted to see that shit because seeing the sets and shit is that the best part of SNL is not watching the show. It's watching them switch up, switch the sets, and watching them all work and seeing everybody like yeah. And then when the show is over, they go to the after party to celebrate their hard work. And to me, I was like, we're I, I it's like. Maybe it's because I'm lucky. I have friends in high places that have allowed me to see that so many times, but it's just like, I wanted to be working on my own shit. I think, I think when, when, the, when the universe is, you know, allows us to have like dope shit like that happen. And because we're good people, we don't get like hella jealous where it consumes us. I think the fact is it's supposed to inspire you. Like for me, a couple of years ago, I got to smoke and drink with Chappelle at the, at the, you know, at the comedian only bar at the comedy store, you know? Yeah. And, oh, hello? Yeah, I hear you. Okay, my bad. Okay. So like, that was dope. And rather than be like, oh man, I'm not, I'm like, it was inspiring to me to be like, okay, I know I'm in great company where people I know could call me over and have me meet Chappelle and Chappelle knows me and says that I'm funny or knows of me. I'm not going to say he knows me, but knows of me, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And that's dope. But it's not where we stop, you know, like, of course not. Keep your grinding. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think that when I saw Sam perform at the cellar and everybody coming up to her and I'm like, damn, dog, I got to I got to get out here. This is this is it. This is what I want. I got to be in the Mecca to do it. You know what I'm saying? You be in the I got out here. I'm starting over with nothing. And that was exciting to me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I get what you're saying, like starting over from nothing. It's like you want you want to be a part of the shit where it's just like, because that's the thing about New York that is great is in New York you see all this all the shit feels more accessible. Right. You can't you can't tell me you can't say I don't belong here. It's like I saw a rat outside. <laughs> you come, I, I belong here. I saw rats. They're they're literally rat. There's a homeless person sleeping right fucking there. 
don't tell me you can get you can like if you want like you can get in because nobody cares about anything. Yeah, I guess like getting in and being accepted are two do- two different things, you know. You weren't on I mean, that's the that's the word that's that's the work we that's the work we do because and at the end of the day, I was, I was talking to my therapist about this the other day, and it's just like at the end of the day, it has to be you have to value the work. The work has to be what what you work, what you strive to have. Because if you strive to have the fame, you'll always be in a situation where you're with somebody that's more famous than you. If you strive yeah. to be accepted, you can find somebody that's more accepted than you are. And if you're always if you're if you're striving to have the work, you're always gonna have work in front of you. And the work is what makes all this possible. Nobody just gets the shit because they didn't do the work. There is nobody out there who has all the shit that didn't do the work. In everyone's own way, and it doesn't matter if you're people think you're funny or whatever, whatever, whatever. I've seen so many motherfuckers who just like, how's oh, that person's trash? And like, wait, no, that person, that person actually does this, 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 and this. They put in so much work, and the work makes everything else happen. People respect the work. At the end of the day, you might be hacky, make hack, but if you put all the fucking work in, people respect that shit. For real, for real. What about you, Nick? You been hella quiet. What's up with you, bro, bro? Same old shit, man. <laughs> Good talk, Nick. Hella information was garnered, man. You know what I'm saying? Nick is a geyser of conversation, man. Thank you, bro. I think we're going to be all right, man. Like, I feel it. I wish it, we all wish it would come faster, but I think we're going to be all right, man. For real, for real. Yeah, it takes time and patience. You know what I mean? Persistence, obviously. You How long have you been doing it now, T? It has been 11 years. Same. What about you, Nick? Yeah, around 11. I've been, I'm 11 in like November 29th. That's when I like started full-time grinding, you know? Yeah, I feel that. But this has just been like, it all kind of blurs together. You know what I'm saying? Where it's very much like all the time, it feels like every day I realize it's like, ah, oh, damn, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing in this year or this year or this year or this year or this year. And I'm like, I feel like I've known what I've been doing. I've known what I'm doing for the past like year or so. And that might change next year. I'm like, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing because, you know, the way time works and the way just like opportunities and just growth, all that shit happens. I agree, man. Like, personally, I, I think I feel big shit coming for me. I just got to get out of here and do that, you know? Yeah, you got to have a plan. As long as you got a plan, as long as you got the work, put the work because the work is there. You know what I'm saying? There's no shortage of good shit. There is a shortage of people willing to do the work to get the good shit, you know? Oh, right, of course. Oh, fuck. It's so hot out here, bro. Oh, wow. I'm you gonna so brag like that, really? Exactly. <laughs> you said what, Nick? You gonna brag like that, really? It's so hot out there. I mean, it's cold for out here. It's it dropped down to forty five. Okay, oh, forty five. That's Ooh. cold for LA. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying it's as cold as New York, but I'm a nose ring nigga, though. You know what I'm saying? Y'all <laughs> exactly. You are. You are. You are. You are something pure. You are. You, 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 you got to respect. Thing, you know the different platitudes. You are that I'm on with the nigga, nose ring. Bro. You know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna flex. I was wearing a fake nose ring for a while on the side and shit because I was thinking about getting this shit pierced. And um, I was talking to a girl, 
and I had it in or whatever, right? And then I'm talking, and the shit fell out. The nose ring fell out. It fell out, but I, but I covered up. But it felt like we're talking. We're talking. I, I could feel, I could feel like loose. Like I'm not gonna hang on, and it's it's falling. I'm like, I'm like, yeah. So anyway, I do that shit, and we're talking. Then five minutes later, she's looking at me, and she's like, wait. Didn't you have a nose ring like maybe five minutes ago? And I was like, yeah, it fell out. <laughs> I can't wait to get out there and kick it with you guys, man. <laughs> like, I really can't. I like, I'm so done with LA and like the people. And I don't know, it's not really bad. I'm just, I've been here for too long. It's like nine years now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's you gotta, you gotta make, you gotta make a move. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, what's funny is like I'm thinking I'm like I legit had like a thing happen where I was like, can I move to LA like tomorrow? You said what? I was because I was thinking about move. I was thinking about when I'm gonna move to LA because that's necessary. Like, like I think like the next couple of years, my goal is to be like bi coastal, so I could be like, all right, I'm in LA sometimes, I'm in New York sometimes. Because also being bi coastal just sounds fly as shit. Uh, like, oh, he's bi coastal. They're bi coastal now. And it's like, oh shit. <laughs> The guy got my fucking apartment out here. I, you know, I, I sublet. Then I go out there, I do my thing. Then I come back. I had to fly back. Like, those are the coolest comments. So you had to fly back to New York real quick to do a thing. Then I'm back. How long are you in town for? Oh, just for a little bit. And you go to the fucking cellar and get your spots and shit. Like, that sounds like the shit. Yeah, that does, that does sound fun, man. I'm, I'm going to, I'm like thinking about buying a house in Tampa and like renting it out. You know what I'm saying? And then like, Tampa buying like a condo in Chicago or something like that, so I can get it. Dude, how much money do you have? Fuck, you, said, you have real goals of like I'm thinking about buying a house <laughs> and buying a condo. You live in you live in everywhere that T Pain mentions, and I can't believe it. <laughs> well, I'm not in Wisconsin. You know what I'm saying? God damn, like, bro, that's no, crazy. No, the you thing about is buying like, houses. The when I talk about buy a house, people mean put a down payment towards a house. Still, that's that's still, bro. I'm thinking of putting a down payment on a PS5. It's a very, it's a very <laughs> big fucking difference. But the thing is, like, there's housing for first time homeowners. There's like programs that help you with the down payment. So like, that's what I'm signed up for. You know what I mean? Mm. So like, also like, I can't move to New York and have roommates, dog. I'm grown. True. I do have roommates. So it's like, I want to. I'm like, I'm looking at forty. By the time I'm done with school. It's seven years. So by the time I'm done with school, I need to have a, a something to show for, like a house or something. You know what I mean? So I if I buy a house in like a popping neighborhood in Tampa, lease it out to some family, let my boy keep an eye on it because he has my guy kids down there. That's a solid plan. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I feel you. All right. Well, um, thank you very much for being on the show. Not, I don't mean I'm not not to kick you off because of the, the housing shit, but this is like, we, <laughs> I just got, we, we have we have another show starting in about like an hour, so I need to fucking you know decompress or anything. But when, but you Kwame, never notice how Tawanda's awkward until it's time to say goodbye. This nigga's like, uh, okay, I'm going now. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> that's the most awkward part. So I'm like, cause I don't, cause I've been waiting to say bye. For, like, that's the thing in my head. I'm just like, all right. I'm going to say bye at this point. And it's all planned. And in my head, because when you say bye to somebody, they, they're not usually like, what are you talking about? You just say bye. Like, oh, okay. But I'm like, all right, I can just say bye. And it's just, it's smooth. It's a good dismount and we're done. So that's why like my buys are always like, all right, great seeing you. Bye. And I can just keep it moving. But, it take, but that, that took me like 30 minutes to do. <laughs> like sometimes I'd be at shows and say, I got to say bye to all these people. <sighs> 
I look around. Uh, man, therapy's made me do say goodbye so much. I love the Irish goodbye, man. I'm just gone. Nah, I like, tell niggas I'm tired. Is They're like, oh, stay for this. They... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nope, gone. I'm tired. <laughs> mm-hmm. Do they advocate for the Irish goodbye in therapy? I didn't hear what you say, Nick. Do they advocate for the uh, the Irish goodbye in therapy? Is that a yeah. thing? I mean, not like... with homies, but like if you're tired and you tell niggas that you about to break out soon, and they look up and they're like, "Oh, where you at?" You're like, "Oh, I'm, you know, he left. He said he was gonna leave." I think that's my version of Irish goodbye. You know, mm-hmm. Irish, the Irish goodbye is just. Like... I'm not saying like just ghost niggas while y'all are having a beer or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's always weird. I don't know. I have no idea what I'm doing. Yo, that reminds me like. But I'll let y'all go to your next show, man. Thanks yeah. for having me on, team. Man. I appreciate it. Okay. And uh, I'm probably gonna be out there next month. So if you're not if you're not at home, maybe like if you're not back home in B Town, maybe we could link up or something. You know. All right, word, All man. Right, man. All right, bye. And um, everybody, thanks everybody at home. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being here. Thanks for supporting the show. Also, Guam, where can everybody find you on fucking uh, social my media? My social media is the Lake Show Lope. Instagram yep. is LLQJ206. The only Bam. reason why they're not streamlined is because I got my account suspended for threatening a racist. So there you go. All right. There, <laughs> there it is. Well, again, thank you guys for being here, enjoying the show. Until uh, next time. Peace. Peace. What's up with you? What's going on? Let them know he'll prescribe you a song. Turn the volume up. I suggest you to run this live request. Welcome to Brain Machine Network.com.